This is Outcasting Off Air, online content from Outcasting, Public Radio's LGBTQ youth program. Outcasting is heard online at outcastingmedia.org, on iTunes, and on more than 45 public radio stations affiliated with the Pacifica Radio Network. Hi, I'm Jamie, a youth participant in Outcasting's home studio in Westchester County, New York, going on my fourth year as an outcaster. On this edition, I talk about a child's quick judgment of my hair, and how her words had much more meaning than they appeared to have on the surface. I'm a senior in high school, and as a summer job, I'm a music instructor for a day camp. My job has taught me a lot about how kids think, but one surprising comment about my hair caught me off guard. Before my story begins, I have to explain what I look like at the moment and how I identify. My hair is in an upcut, or buzzed on the sides and in the back, while leaving a slightly longer top. My gender identity is still a bit of a mystery to me, but my hair makes me feel comfortable in my own skin, so at least I've got that. The story began backstage during a performance my campers were giving for their parents. I was shuffling the kids onto the stage and making sure they were quiet. While I was standing there, an eight-year-old girl looked up at me in horror and said, What did you do to your hair? This girl, about to dance on stage, just waltzed up to me and made this insulting remark as casually as if she were asking how my day was. She apparently thought it was okay to hurt someone's feelings without thinking twice. I get passing comments on my hair all the time while I'm at work. Kids will be kids. They like to point out any changes in their environment. And most of the time, that's fine. But this one was different. The tone she used made it feel like an attack. I am not out at the camp I teach at because I don't feel the need to explain my actions and identity to a group of people I don't know very well. I hadn't received anything more than a trivial comment by some young kids about how I have boy hair, so it was a bit of a shock to get such a hurtful reaction out of the blue. I don't have a label, so my identity is the way I present myself. By insulting my hair, she invaded my life. That night, I had a discussion with other members of Outcasting about what happened, and we started talking about how she might have felt. If she believes strongly in traditional gender norms, in which women have long hair and men have short hair, something as simple as my short haircut could have threatened her own identity. This seemed strange and unrealistic to me, but then I thought about it in another context. If someone walked past me wearing a t-shirt with Pray the Gay Away printed on it, I would probably feel threatened. That would be a silent act of discrimination making a huge impact. I had also learned previously from her older, more self-aware sister that her parents are extremely conservative and do not allow them to talk about things like the LGBTQ community. Imagining myself in her place, gender norms would have been a very important aspect of her life, and my haircut was a threat to her perception of what a woman is. The only thing I could not explain was how she fully accepted my overgrown short hair, pre-cut. It was still short, but had a bit of wave to it. It seems like small kids are perfectly okay with women having hair like my old cut, as well as pixie cuts. But as soon as a razor comes into play, they see it as a boy's haircut, and it's too rugged for a woman to have. My younger campers say they don't like my hair on a daily basis. Instead of just shaking it off, I come right back at them and ask why. This stumps them all. They don't expect to be asked for reasoning. After a bit of thought, the usual answer is something like only boys have short hair. 
I take these opportunities to get kids to question what they call truth. So I continue the conversation, explaining that I know some boys with long hair and some girls with short hair. Then I ask, are these boys not boys because they all have long hair? How about the girls? Though this leaves the kids dumbfounded for a moment, I know that they walk away with a new view, one that's not so black and white anymore. I know that people may continue to remark about my appearance. I also know that I can't change the minds of everyone around me. But something big needs to happen to make gender equality a reality. Maybe it's through teachers and parents or through government action. It might even be a combination of both. But whatever it is, it needs to be done fast. Influencing the next generation of kids is the only solution. Thanks for listening to Outcasting Off Air, online content from Outcasting, Public Radio's LGBTQ youth program. Outcasting is heard online at outcastingmedia.org, on iTunes, and on more than 45 public radio stations around the country. Outcasting Off Air is a production of Media for the Public Good, a nonprofit organization. Visit us at outcastingmedia.org to get information about outcasting, make your tax-deductible donation, watch outcasting videos, access our social media links, and listen to the show. Thanks, and thanks for listening.